0: You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about the subject of why it might be that your classes aren't full, why you're struggling to get those enrollments in your recreational program, which is such a great moneymaker for your gym. Now, before we get into the episode, as always, make sure you head on over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners and join that Facebook group if you're a gym owner, and join All Star Coaches and Owners if you are a cheer coach, or you are a coach owner, or you are a gymnastics coach and or owner, join that group and get over to nextgenowners.com where you can find out more about how to join the academy, all of our other great offerings that you can get there. You can also subscribe to our blogs. And lastly, like this podcast, share it with someone who you think would get something out of it and just continue to spread that message. So this has been uh, something that's been on my mind. And I've actually commented on a couple posts where people have been talking about, you know, the struggles that they're having to get more bodies in their gym, especially in their class program. And I have said, you know, hey, I'm going to do an episode on this in the near future. And so I finally got the time to sit down and really, you know, put some of my thoughts on paper. And I just want to talk to you somewhat briefly and give you some things that I would look at if I were you and trying to determine what it is that's going on and why your classes aren't full. So that's really where things came from. So number one, the most common thing I see, and I see this all the time in cheer gyms especially, but also gymnastics gyms, um, just kind of across the board. And that is that we make enrolling way too difficult. Like we make it really, really hard for people to give us our money or their money. And I just, I it drives me crazy that you'll go to people's websites and there are some people who make this work for them. And I, I don't think it is the, um, I don't think it's, um, The end all be all, can you do things this way and still be successful? Yes, but I think it makes it a lot harder. And I think no matter who you are, you're losing potential clients because your enrollment process is difficult. Now, the first way we make it difficult is we make it overly convoluted in some way. You know, you can't enroll unless you call, and then that means you have to be ready to take the call and you have to be in a position to enroll them. And just overall, we make it really, really difficult or, you know, enter your email. And then we'll respond to you and we'll discuss whether or not you should enroll. When you do things like that, you make it a lot harder for people to get started. And because we're not selling some sort of like high tier package where we're like charging $20,000 a month for something and people need to be vetted before you determine whether or not they're a right fit for your program, we're trying to offer services to really any youth athlete that's looking to learn to tumble. So... We need to make sure that that process to enroll is streamlined and simple. When we make enrollment really, really difficult, we make it hard for people to give us their money. Now, the other way that I see the most common way that this is done is people get a wonderful class management software like Jackrabbit or a wonderful software like iClass Pro or we use Amelia, you get one of those softwares that function well and you say, this is it, this is the answer. I will use the plugin and I will put this on my website and that is how people will enroll in classes. And while it can work, most of the time, I will tell you I've done this with multiple different systems, enrolling as a parent in any of those systems is super laborious. Like it is a lot of data entry. It's very easy to get bored or have something come up, answer a phone call, right? The the data shows that most people are visiting websites on their phones now, which means that they're more likely to have a shorter attention span. So we wanna make it so people can follow the Amazon training where Hey, I click a couple buttons and I'm set. I maybe enter a few pieces of information. Hopefully, they're pieces of information that my phone or my computer already has saved. So I can just click, 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 and I'm done and I've purchased the thing. The easier we make it for people to buy and people to enroll, the more enrollments we're going to get. And the more labor intensive it is, the more people we're going to have fall off and not enroll because it was just too hard and they don't wanna go through that process. So you've gotta make sure that you're streamlining your enrollment. Now, I've even got, taken it a step further. So I've always, for years, had a landing page and and the, you had to enter your email to see our schedule and then you would see the schedule and then you would, you know, click next. And then you would go and you'd fill out all your information. And then we'd collect your payment through the website. And that works. And there are, I mean, Danielle crushes it selling trials that way. But we actually went away from that because I'm now like the the whole point is I want to get your email. Um, that's why we have people enter the email to see the schedule. Well, what we ended up finding in our research in our gym only, that's really where I have the data from, is that people would just get to that point and they would drop off. They wouldn't enter their email because they didn't want to get further email marketing or they're, they just know like cause I'm trained as a, as a buyer to, I don't like to give my email or if I do, I'm going to give them my junk email that I've had since high school and I literally never use or never check, but it allows me to get access to the next thing I want. So then all of that email marketing is really going nowhere. Um, so, we see people do that pretty frequently. So we just put it all on one page and we still found a way to capture their email by saying, hey, enter your email here to receive a coupon for 10% off your first three months of your standard enrollment. And we've actually gotten a lot of emails from that because people want that savings. And they're likely to put in an email that they check because they're going to get a savings from it. So it actually has worked really well for us. And we've made it very simple. And when we made it more simple and we made it just one page, we saw our trial sales online increase versus what we would have where people would say, hey, uh, you know, I saw your page and uh, can you tell me what your schedule is? And they would call, right? Or they would email because they don't want to go through all those steps. And most of the time it was a phone call, um, which now you're spending time on the phone with people, which is fine. Um, it's great from a sales perspective to be doing that. But it also takes a lot of time out of your day to do that sales call. So it's it's not as streamlined. It's not as simple. The next thing that I see most commonly uh, in this situation is you're not consistently building your brand or marketing your product. Now, Building your brand is hugely important. Yes, running Facebook ads is great and you need to learn how to do it. But if you don't have any brand, if you don't have any identity, if people don't know who you are, then you're marketing on the off chance that someone is gonna see what you want or what you're advertising and they are interested. So you need to make sure that you're building your brand and people know who you are, they know what you offer, and so they think of you when they're in their time of need instead of being in a position where they're having to, you know, they're like, oh, I need this thing, so now I'm going to search for a solution to my problem. We want people to know that you're the solution. So if you are the one-stop shop for, you know, tumbling classes in your area, you want people to know who you are as a youth services organization, as a tumbling organization. You wanna be putting that stuff out. So when people are saying, hey, I'm there, you know, they're sitting at a party and they're like, hey, I wanna get Susie involved in tumbling classes. Then the first thing that people are gonna say is, oh my gosh, you've gotta go check out uh, Jim XYZ. I see their stuff all the time. It looks like they do really cool things. And so you've got that brand identity. People know who you are, they know your company, they know your brand. And if you are sitting there thinking, well, I can't do that. I'm just a little gym. You absolutely can do that. You can do that. It comes from consistently posting, consistently marketing, consistently finding ways to use hashtags and use social media to grow your brand presence. If you're not using social media, you are losing out on opportunity for market share. So you've got to be on top of that stuff. You've got to be using social media. You've got to be using hashtags you've got to be posting. And if you don't know how to do it, then you have to get education in how to do it. I need to do a whole other episode on this, but the number one thing that you should be investing in is the education in yourself as a business owner. That is going to have the highest possible return on investment that you can ever get more so than any investment in the stock market, like the average stock market return is what, like 6%. And you're going to see astronomical returns on investing in educating yourself in becoming an expert in things like how to market, how to use social media, how to use that to build your brand and branding. Like take the time, find training And if that training is stuff that we can help you with, which it is something we can do, you know, utilize it. There's so many resources out there. Some of them are free, but that is the best investment you can possibly make in learning how to consistently build your brand and market your product. Now, marketing is not just sales, right? Sales is a portion of marketing, but marketing is also that brand awareness where you're just putting out what it is that you do so people think of you when they need something. The last thing that I think is a reason that oftentimes people's classes are not full and they're the most hesitant to look at is the fact that your classes suck or you or your staff don't believe in what you're selling. Now, that may seem very, very harsh, but there are times where your classes are not delivering the level of service that you need to be delivering. And you guys, I've been there, in fact, one year ago. Literally one year ago, I was at camp, which is where I am right now when I'm recording this. And when I came back from camp in August, our class enrollment was low, um, much lower than when I left. Now, we had done a significant price increase, which so I I was anticipating us to have some drops, but we didn't have a bunch of immediate drops. But by the time I came back in August, we had gone. almost 40% down in enrollment in our classes. And I was a little bit nervous about this. I was like, did we make the right call in raising our prices to where we did? Now, we did raise our prices, so we were still making the same amount we were making before, but I hadn't decreased my number of classes, so my payroll hadn't decreased or anything like that, so there was really no gain, but this was a problem. And what I found was I was there at the gym, I was doing a private lesson um, for someone, catch it up on some things. And it was on a day that we offer classes. It was on a Saturday where we do a ton of classes. And I was just in the gym and my staff were kind of not really paying attention to the fact that I was there. And I find that they're sitting down during their class. They're not engaged. Two of them showed up five minutes late to the start time of their class. And you better believe they ended it right on time and walked right back into our staff room. And they just clearly didn't care. Did they do a horrible job in the, in the class? No, they didn't do a bad job, but they were not doing anything close to what I would expect from our program. It's not in any of our training. And I got with my rec director right away and I, I kind of told him about it. I said, Hey, you need to handle this immediately. And the quote that I used was, I said, we are charging Marriott prices and we're giving Motel six service. And that is completely unacceptable. And we diligently started working towards fixing that and it made a huge difference. And now we're back above where we were. And even though it's summertime, we're not seeing that standard summer dip. In fact, we're seeing a continual growth in our class enrollment. So It's made a big difference. And that was because our product delivery sucked. And so if your classes are not being run well or you have staff members who are driving kids away and not fun, then that is something that you need to look at and you need to fix as soon as humanly possible. You cannot wait to get that done. Or the other option is that you or your staff don't actually believe in what you are selling. Now, you have to actually believe that the product that you're selling people is going to help them to be the best salesperson you are you can be. If you need to sell people on enrolling in classes or if it's your staff that are selling people enrolling in classes, they need to actually believe that what they're doing is going to be a benefit to the client. If they don't, if they don't buy it, they think it's just a bunch of nonsense, then they're not gonna be nearly as Passionate, they're not going to be nearly as convincing, they're not going to actually show that belief in what it is that they are doing, and they need to have that. Um, there is some anecdotal stories of sales teams that, you know, after they have a presentation where they get a bunch of, you know, they hear about all the successes that clients are having, that those days after that, those weeks after that are their best closing weeks. This is one of the reasons that I love doing sales calls with NextGen when I get the opportunity to do them, which is rarely because when Justin travels, I can sometimes take on his role as a salesperson and I do those sales calls and I love it. Why? Because it's the easiest thing in the world for me to sell because I know in every fiber of my being that what we do in NextGen can change people's lives in a way they cannot imagine. Being able to come in and help people with their business, I just truly believe in what we are doing and the product that we deliver. So it's so easy for me to sell to people and not be sleazy about it because I honestly truly believe it. And I don't believe it just because I think it in some sort of nebulous idea. I believe it because I see it. I see the proof in the clients that I'm working with. I see the proof in the client that I had that was potentially going to have their home foreclosed on Four months ago, and is now paying themselves enough to pay their mortgage every month from their gym. And that was just because of her hard work with the assistance of having coaching and having guidance and direction to guide her through what to do. So, selling that is so easy for me. In fact, listening, you can probably hear the passion in my voice talking about what we do with NextGen. It's so easy for me to sell camps because. I can sell the place that we are. I truly believe in the monumental impact we have on people's seasons and on athletes' lives. So it's easy for me to sell it. If you have staff that are like, yeah, our classes are kind of meh and they're not super excited about it, then they're not going to be able to deliver a sales pitch to someone that is going to get them fired up and excited to join your program. It's going to affect your closing. So you've got to make sure that your staff actually believe in what they're doing, or you do. You have to believe in it in order to sell it well. So I already mentioned this is something that we can help you with. Within NextGen, if you are interested in joining the Academy, you got to reach out, go to the website, book a call with Justin, learn more about what the Academy is, and discover what it could do for you because I'm, I'm telling you, it can make a life-changing difference. Not having enough athletes in your rec program is incredibly stressful, and I I know a couple gym owners who I think are great human beings who have struggled with this, and they would tell you they've done the things that I'm talking about. The question is, have you done them long enough? It's not gonna be an immediate fix. Things take time. Just because you post consistently for one week does not mean that you are gonna build your brand. You have to do it day in and day out. It is a grind. The difference between you and someone who is monumentally financially successful in the cheer industry is experience. They have oftentimes have more experience. Sure, some of the times it is luck. Uh, they are just lucky in the the enrollment or their their placement or they do have a really great product, but. When someone has a lot of experience in a field, it gives them a distinct advantage because they have the same number of hours in the day, but they're more efficient with those hours and they have more systems in place. They have more things built so they can accomplish more with the time that they have. So you got to get some help. You got to get someone in your corner on that. Um, As you leave this episode, my prescription to you is, number one, evaluate your funnel and determine what your enrollment process is like, okay? Is it easy to enroll? Is it difficult to enroll? And if it is difficult to enroll, then figure out a plan to fix it. And if you don't know where to start, reach out to us, we can help you. From there, I want you to make sure you're increasing your presence on social media and marketing by 100%. Literally double it for 3 months and just see what happens. You can take the exact same thing you're doing and do double of that unless what you're doing is nothing. Do a double and see what you do, but you got to commit to it. You got to really post twice as much. You got to really market twice as much, you know, running paid ads. You gotta do those things and do it double to see some sort of a response and see some change and see what happens. And if I'm totally wrong, then there is something else wrong with your process. If you are doubling your presence, then there's something else wrong and it's most likely your enrollment process. The reason I think you need to fix your enrollment process first is if you're spending all the time marketing, you're killing yourself to market and you're spending money to market and then you're sending people to something that they're not actually enrolling in, then you've got to fix the enrollment process before you spend more money and more time on marketing. And then number three is audit your classes and understand what is going on and make sure you know your churn rate for your clients. If you don't know what your churn rate is, that is a problem and you need to have a good idea of it. And it ideally should be low, but if you have no idea how to even calculate a churn or figure out what's going on, then you're kind of shooting in the dark and it's something you need some help with. Uh, If you cannot calculate that, then again, reach out, that's something we can help with. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you've got some ideas on things that might be reasons why your classes aren't full, and some things that you can be doing to increase increase your class enrollment. As always, I'm going to recommend you check out the Let's Talk to Your Podcast with Jason Larkins. Great content, great friend. You got to check that stuff out. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.